I need to schmooze a couple more board members, said Max. You'll be okay? I'll be perfect, said Theodosia. Go check out the photo booth, Max urged, while I huddle with Edgar Webster, one of our illustrious donors. He grinned. Maybe take a selfie. As a fun perk for the guests, Max had convinced the museum director to let him bring in a photo booth. And just as he'd predicted, there'd been a constant parade of guests in and out of the booth all night long. Everyone was seemingly thrilled with the notion of immortalizing themselves in photos, even if they were the small black and white variety. I'll do that, Theodosia told him. It'll be fun. As she turned to push her way through the crowd, she caught sight of herself in a fragment of mirror, and as always, the image gave her pause. Is that really me, with that mass of auburn hair framing my face, and blue eyes looking so expectant? Hmm, I don't look half bad for being in my mid-thirties, she thought. She'd swiped a hint of blusher on the apples of her cheeks, smudged on the bare minimum of mascara, but with her confident bearing, winning smile, and fair southern belle skin, she looked almost like a noblewoman who might have been portrayed in some delectable English painting. Perhaps something John Constable might have done. You're looking very lovely tonight, said a voice behind her. Theodosia whirled about to find Drayton, her dear friend and tea master, smiling at her. If not a bit mischievous, continued Drayton. Theodosia smiled and gave an offhand wave. Ah, I think I might be a tad underdressed. She'd worn a simple black cocktail dress, an armful of colorful bead bracelets and heels, while most of the other women were glitzed and glammed in the latest runway creations from Dior and Oscar de la Renta. Nonsense, said Drayton. An LBD is always perfectly appropriate. Drayton was sixty-ish, tall and debonair. Tonight, his gray hair was slicked back straight, and he wore a slim-cut tuxedo with his trademark bow tie. He was the buttoned-up old guard to Theodosia's more playful boho cool. Did you get a gander at all the jewels these women are wearing? Theodosia asked him. I mean, a cat burglar would have a field day here. Drayton's bushy brows rose in twin arcs. Please don't interject a criminal element into the occasion, even if it is only imaginary. Okay, then I'll just compliment you on all your lovely penjing, because they certainly add to the Asian atmosphere. Penjing were basically Chinese bonsai, miniature trees that had been cut, trimmed, and wired so they could exist in small, moss-encrusted ceramic pots. Drayton, a master at creating windblown-style trees and miniature forests, had lent the museum a dozen of his trees. Most had spectacularly twisted trunks and leaves that were smaller than a lady's pinky nail. They do look nice, don't they? Particularly my Chinese elm. Drayton prided himself on his composure and modesty, but he also appreciated a compliment now and then. You've been inside the tea house, said Theodosia. They both had to take a step back, since the crowd was pressing so hard around them. It's a marvel, exclaimed Drayton. 
I took the liberty of exploring while all that Chinese dragon business was going on. He paused and smiled. You should run over and take a quick peek, too. You'll love it. I'm going to, said Theodosia. But first, I promised Max I'd check out his photo booth. She looked around, saw that Max was backed up against a wall, talking to a rather red-faced man, a board member by the name of Edgar Webster. Neither of them looked happy. Photo booth, spat out Drayton. Clearly, he wasn't a fan. What is this fixation everyone has today with memorializing themselves and then posting every single silly photograph on... Drayton made a face. On the internet. Come on, Theodosia cajoled. It's not as bad as all that. I'm just not sure a photo booth is apropos for an event such as this.